Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3-5 emotional manifester, right angle, cross of Eden. And I'm Monique, a 1-4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love. And we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design. We'd like to offer you inspiration, information, and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together. So buckle up or don't, your choice. We're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special, what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Love Human Be Spirit. Oh, it's so good to say that. It feels like it's been so long. Hi, Monique. How are you today? Hello. I'm good. Thanks, Amy. It does feel nice to hear you say that too. Um, We're back. We're back and recording again. Every time we disconnect for like longer than a week on recording, we're like, oh my gosh, it's been so long. Um, But it has been a little bit. And uh, it's a new year. We're into the 2023 year now. We're really into it. You know, it's the 12th. So, you know, that first week is done. The second week is getting done too. And we're feeling good, I think, kind of today, right? We're we're vibing and um, we're just excited to be together recording as always. Yes, it has felt. And, and, and can I and. announce that we've known each other for a full year? Yes. God, that is, guys, that beautiful that. listeners. Like we have, you know, we met at the Day Lunar Retreat in Costa Rica a year ago. And we were deeply entrenched in our full day of learning a year ago today. And I had already fallen in love with Monique as my roommate, which was a very bold move for a manifester to um, say yes to having a roommate. <laughs> and and then here we are. So, um, and in light of some of that, um, Monique decided on what we felt called to share today. So I'm going to let you speak about it. Just kind of like what your intention is for what we um, are going to talk about in this episode today. Yeah. Thank you for, um, mentioning that too on air for us, because it was a big deal yesterday. Amy and I were texting about just how much we, you know, matter to each other and how much this friendship and, and relationship has brought into our lives and making each other cry, you know, doing those, those kinds of things. And, um, and it was good. And today I, I connected with somebody else that we met on that retreat who also started a podcast, our girl Liz. And um, it just, you know, with that energy, I was, I was in that kind of head frame this morning and I was um, listening to my tunes in the shower, like I do. And, you know, going along with what you just said, when we did first meet, when Amy first walked into the room where we met in our um, roommate situation in Costa Rica, and we talk about this on one of our first episodes, um, the energy with which she walked into the room was felt by me. And I think that my energy already in the room doing what I was doing was felt by her when she got there, right? If I'm not speaking incorrectly for you. No, definitely. Um, and going along with that, um, uh, um, on added on to that, somebody, uh, one of our listeners, had asked us about a question about um, talking human design things with her partner, who doesn't know about human design, and how can we do this? And that thought was in my mind. Um, well, it's been in my mind since she mentioned it. Right, Eros doesn't forget. Um, and I together in the shower a little bit ago came together and I was like you know uh along with a conversation I had yesterday that I told Amy about energy right and how we feel each other's energy the 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 reality is we don't need to know human design or any other terms really to talk about energy and how it's felt between us and and within ourselves but between us between each other in relation um that day when I met Amy, and yes, we were going on a human design training, reader training retreat. Um, so that was in our mind. 
And of course we were wondering what each other's types were, I'm sure, and all of that. However, when she walked in, um, it was a powerful type of energy that I felt walk into the room. It was like the door swung open. It was like, whoosh, air came in the room. It was like, hey, like excited, intense energy. It was like that. And I remember that feeling. I remember getting excited in that moment, like my body feeling excitable by this person's energy projection, basically to me, this person I had never met before. Um, and as her energy settled, her manifester power force, you know, got when started to like relax into the situation is what I felt a little bit. And I had already been there for a while, relaxing into the situation, putting my little things away and whatever. Um, and we, she started to be able to feel my energy, I think in this like very like I don't know, relaxing kind of way you've mentioned, right? That I made you feel safe and um, and you felt that, or not made you feel, but you know, that you felt this security, the safety for me, which is aligned with my energy, right? I have that one line. I have that splenic authority. Um, the projector in me can see inside, right? So all of those things you really, I think felt too without those words, right? So how, like the question in my mind was how do we pay attention to each other's energy even if we're not human design analysts or human design fanatics or human design nerds like us even if we're not studying human design or other modality or astrology or or archetypes or these other um ways that we can kind of group people and stuff even if we don't know any of that right because at some point we didn't have words for all that we just had the feeling of energy Right. I mean, before there was language and stuff like that, I'm going way back again in my mind there, but uh, we just felt each other's presence. And I think that there's something there. I think that there's something for us to talk about there because there's there's meat to be grabbed onto there in, in this um, human experience. I feel like we have intel, like we always say, with our bodies and the stuff that it tells us. Um, and that's feeling into energy around us. That's feeling into the relations that we have. That's feeling into the experiences that we have. Um, and you can't do that with your mind because once we start thinking, it's harder to, I mean, maybe you can, I don't know. But I think that the initial feeling of energy is something to note. And I think that if we uh, maybe stayed quieter sometimes more and watched people more or observed a little bit before we spoke maybe or got the whole picture you know what I mean take in all of the energy around you in the experience and just see what happens maybe maybe we speak smarter than after or something I don't know that's what that's what my mind was going off of so how was that for clarity on what we're talking about today <laughs> I think it was spot on and I loved everything that you shared and said and correct me if I'm wrong, but the question that Cecilia offered was more like, what if her partner didn't understand design or wasn't correct? You know, like how do they communicate about their learning? Mm -hmm. Right. And beautiful yeah. question, first of all. And this question mm -hmm. can go way beyond design. It's like once you're doing your own um, personal growth journey, what if your partner isn't? What if you, right. you know, are learning, like you said, any new modality or like you name it, okay? Mm -hmm. And you want them to be, because it's landing for you so much, you want them to have this deep desire to be fully entrenched in it too. This goes back to, and if you haven't heard our episode on like all the things that design has offered to us, the deep compassion, it's like what I have said forever since, um, you know, I started, you know, coaching people is your growth is yours. Your um, inspirations are yours. And when you are learning and growing and deepening into this understanding of yourself and others, it's almost as if you give permission for everyone around you to stay exactly where they are, because we cannot, just like we can't manifest for another, we cannot force what we are desiring on the other either. They get to do that in their timeline. So my invitation from that perspective is, as you're creating the deep awareness for yourself, share those reflections with your partners, with your friends, with your et cetera's, you know, whoever they are. Mm -hmm. and empower yourself to share that freely and openly, not because you need them to jump on board, mm -hmm. but because you're excited about it. And there will be a ripple effect. 
The most important thing I think that we are feeling called to share and discuss today, though, is how you can tune in that to that for you and to trust it. And as mm -hmm. Monique was sharing how we, you know, met and that energy was so felt, I want you to think of times where you've walked in a room and didn't feel like you belonged, right? And so was there an energy force in the room that had you feeling that way? Or is it some of your own conditioning, right? A four-line person is going to know when they walk in the room if it's for them or not, which is beautiful. I'm a three and I'm probably not going to know that right off the bat. Because there's a good chance I didn't want to go to begin with. <laughs> well, and you wouldn't take anybody's word for it anyways until nope. you went there and tried it yourself. So yeah, but there, <laughs> there is this real presence. Like I know for myself too, environment is a big deal. So how I feel the energy for where I am, like if I feel I'm, uh, my cognition is smell. And so if it does not literally smell right for me, I'm already repelled. But if the smell is inviting, I don't necessarily care what is in the room, who is in the room, I'm already going to engage. So there's so many ways to connect with your energy and the energies around you to help discern if it's for you, if it's not. And you don't have to have all the details, whether it be design or any other, you know, like archetypal type system. It's just trusting your intuition of what it's telling you, trusting, you know, we, I just use the word cognition. You don't even have to know what that is, but it is very powerfully felt. And I'm sure as you're listening to this, you can reflect upon times where you're like, oh, wow, you know, and you felt something and we're giving more, you know, language to help you identify what that could be, but you also don't have to know these words mm -hmm. to know yeah. whether your presence your presence is felt or the presence of others is felt and what you're having that mean. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, when you were saying about um, noticing these things in our, in our people and, and such around us um, and, and, you know, saying them out loud sometimes, or, or, you know, verbalizing some of what we see um, and, or noting that for yourself, I want to add on too. like, I mean, if you're a projector, especially you have insights all day, all day long about the energy around you. We're energy masters. That's what we're here to do. We're here to efficiently move energy uh, for ourselves and for the other. Um, and so we're, I'm learning, I'm very cognizant of the energy in, in the spaces that I'm in, in the people that I'm near. Um, I'm so hyper aware of it now. And sometimes I still am not invited to say anything. And um, the strategy for us projectors is to wait for the invitation. Now, there are moments where I will say something anyways, right? If I feel like that's my truth in that moment. Um, and there are many, many moments where I don't say the insights that I see. I wait. Um, and it, that's been a practice for me personally. Um, but it has allowed me to, one, it has allowed me to um, recognize when I'm being recognized or invited. It has really allowed me to feel the difference when somebody asks for my insights compared to me just offering them. Um, and and I, I realize this is specific to projectors listening, but um, I'm willing to bet that for all the types, there is some level of awareness that you're bringing into your body regularly that maybe the person next to you isn't. And so um, knowing that it allows you to, uh, and, and sitting with that, maybe with yourself, maybe you don't share it, maybe you write down the insight, or maybe you realize that every time you hang out with this person, you get this feeling. And maybe you just note that for yourself in your journal or wherever else. And then you notice that it happens every time or something, that feeling in your body. Um, that's something, that's something for you to explore with curiosity, with a healthy, non-judgment, curious nature, like we always say. Um, um, I forgot the second thing I was going to say that it, it has allowed me to do with the waiting. Oh, uh, maybe bring more just awareness and intel into my actual being is maybe what I was going to say, because when we go, when we go before we're invited in my case, let's say, let's say, right. Um, I, uh, it was like a lot of the time, like I was just uh, wasting my energy. It felt like later because it was falling on deaf ears. Nobody, nobody asked. So nobody wanted my intel. Um, and when I wait, I get like more information. Like the longer that I'm quiet in a situation, the more intel comes at me. And then when I am asked, it's like, 
I'm really ready to answer now, you know, as opposed to like maybe speaking too soon is maybe something I did before. You know, I have that defined ego motor. So sometimes that one wants to like jump in there, but my spleen is my authority, right? And I'm a projector, right? So let me use that now that I know that, because right, we have words for it in our case, but even prior to knowing design, I can tell you that um, that and that energy dynamic was felt. Design just gave me words for that. But I felt that a lot of my life, I felt a lot of my life like I was trying to, to be heard or seen or, or whatever, get my opinion in. I felt like a lot of times I would say something and then somebody else would say the same exact thing, but people would listen to them and not what I just said. I, that happened to me so much in my life. I can't even express to you. Um, that's all using my energy a little bit improperly, really, or not, maybe not improperly, but not to my best advantage, let's say. And, um, and so, I, and I, you know, again, I realized that those are a lot of human design words there, but I always say this to my clients too. Everybody can feel energy. Every single person listening right now knows what it's like to meet someone and say, Hey, how you doing? And like them immediately be like, Oh my God, I love this human. Don't know why, but I love them or meet someone and immediately be like, turn the fuck off and like, Ooh, yeah, I don't like that. Don't like how that hand feels in my hand. Don't like how that person got a little too close to me. Don't like how that person smelled in your case. Don't like how that person felt. Whatever it is, it's not wrong. It is, it's just intel, right? It's energy intel coming into our bodies for us in that moment. Now, if we disregard that all the time, we get very out of tune with that. But the more that we tune into our bodies and tune into that um, intel energetic awareness that comes for us all. You don't need to be psychic or human design nerd or anything. We all are humans. We have this in us. Um, you get to do that. Everyone knows what that feels like. So everyone can, if they want, I think, I believe, observe another's energy and learn something about them, um, right? Didn't we just hear What's her a beautiful Kelsey say? Learning about someone is a really beautiful way to love them. Yes. Right. I loved that because for me, again, maybe it's because I'm a projector, but learn things about me. Oh my God, that shows me you love me. Oh my God, that shows me you love me. If you know the things about me, right? The little things. So um, I have to believe that by us witnessing others and just paying attention to them and maybe not talking all the time. Um, and at least for me, <laughs> that was my thing. Um, we, we can love them better, learn them better energetically with or without human design words. That's what I, that's what I think. I love that. I mean, you know, I invited you all to like, think of a time where you walked in somewhere and tried to quote unquote, read the room. And I'm sitting over here thinking, okay, well, can somebody read my aura? Not necessarily. Manifestors' auras cannot necessarily be read, but they can be felt, mm -hmm. which you beautifully described. Mm -hmm. And I, I want to give one personal example because hello, I'm interpersonal. Um, and so of course that's where I want everything to come from. And it was an incredibly emotional experience. So I have not yet shared this on the podcast, but my beautiful daughter gave birth to my, her beautiful first child, my first grandson on new year's Eve. And it was a magical and excruciating experience <laughs> all wrapped up into one. And it happened exactly as it was meant to. And I've had lots of time to reflect on it. And I had a deep desire to try to control that room. I really did. And I am very proud to share that I did not do that because the experience was, while I got to have my own experience of it, it was not mine to control. It was my daughter and her partners and their generators and my daughter's emotional and he's sacral and they have different profiles. And I was assessing on the regular, the energy in the room of the people coming in. And I was assessing it. I got to be honest with you guys. I was assessing it for the benefit of my daughter. Like, was she being supported? Was she getting her needs met? Was she being listened to? And all of those things are felt. I didn't have to ask any questions. I was incredibly quiet, which I can't even make. I mean, I bit off every fucking inch of my tongue in those 28 hours, because again, it was not for me to speak up. And, um, 
it, it was just really interesting that my energy was spot on. I did not think she was well supported. I did not think she was being heard. I did not witness her needs being met by the staff at the hospital. And by the way, she's an employee of that hospital. I was alarmed. You know, I haven't had a baby for 22, over 22 years now. And my experiences were far superior to hers. And I would have, while I'm not saying that she should have gotten preferential treatment, but don't you think you want to model the behavior that you would expect your employee to model as well? And props to the anesthesiologist. He was fabulous, but that's where that ends. <laughs> and I felt every single um, energy being that came in and out of that room, including my daughter and her partner through all of it. And I'm so grateful because a younger version of me would have been angry the whole time. And I would have need to have spoken and I would have need to have intervened or interjected or any of those words. And while yes, I am well-versed in design and still learning and plan to be learning my whole life, I could still feel all of that. And I see the differences that feeling that for myself empowered me to be in the situation versus a younger version of me that is not as enlightened and having the compassion that learning this has offered for me. The second thing I'll say is as it relates to a partner, so this is for you again, Cecilia, is my partner doesn't know everything about design. And the only reason he knows about it is because I'm forever talking about it, where my daughter is aware of it, but she's not digging into it. And my son is all over it like flies on shit. And I get messages from him every single day, experiencing it, asking questions about it. And so I can talk very openly and freely. It doesn't matter if they do or they don't. I am openly sharing it. So I am creating impact from that perspective. And so will you. But by me pointing out things, it enlightens them. But most importantly, and I want you to be really selfish here, how does this impact and affect you? That's the understanding of other energies in the room and how you're taking them in because conditioning a lot of times has us wanting to project negative or harsh or whatever or judgments. And my awareness um, comes at me differently now. And so um, there are just so many ways to the, and that we can you know, go into this and dig into this, but I just think it doesn't matter how you're doing it or who around you is doing it. It's the awareness to it and what that offers you and what your desired outcome is for that experience. And maybe connecting to and attuning to that will help empower you to create the experience that you desire or create the awareness in others around you that you desire. That's what I'm thinking. That's that's what I felt called to share. Yeah, um, I, I love that. What a beautiful reflection um, for you also to have for yourself and of yourself. And um, I just, yeah, thank you for sharing that experience because I know that that was very, very close to your heart in so many ways um, as, it, as, as expected, right? Thank gosh, everything went well in the end, but I know that that was a, quite the experience. For, for you and for your daughter and for her partner. Um, but um, I love what you shared. I, I love how um, you were able to reflect that level of growth on yourself because that's pretty freaking cool. Gotta give ourselves props when we can do that. And yeah, that's exactly what I meant is, um, I mean, that's exactly what I was thinking when, when I was thinking about this episode. And I also want to point out that uh, Cecilia, who is my friend and a client and uh, a listener of our community who brought this question to us, is a self-projected projector. And um, see projectors, you ask the questions. We are so good with questions, guys. Um, that's how projectors can really leverage our power. A lot I'm learning is when we do statements, people don't always really want to hear what we have to say. But when we ask the questions, dude, it can cut through a room. It can cut through a group. It can, it really can. It's powerful stuff. Look, we're doing a whole episode, really. That, that question stayed with me, right? And blended into these other um, concepts that were, bringing to this episode, largely in part because of one projector's question. So thank you for that, Cecilia. And um, and I think it's a, it is a great question because how many people are out there in relations and maybe learning this for themselves, like you said, and in a, in a partnership with somebody that is not really, um, and, and or there's different levels. Like you gave a great example with your daughter and your son's level of interest and your partner's level of, you know, um, 
And then we can also find communities in which we can talk about this stuff all the time, like we have for ourselves, because we know it's important to us and our sanity, let's say. <laughs> but uh, but what I what I really um, I love the picture that you painted in the hospital because I don't know if everyone listening has been in a hospital room for a birth, but I have. Um, not not my own. I mean, I was there for my daughters, obviously, but I was out cold for that. So I don't remember any of that. Um, I was in the room for my best friend's daughter's second child's delivery. And so the energy that's felt in a delivery room, that's a cool place to, to notice energy because there's a lot of it. And I do remember that prior to my delivery experience, the energy in the room shifted because my scenario was, I, I got to the hospital already getting a little not well in my body. And then when I got there, my body taped and I developed something called HELP syndrome, which is super rare, um, but it stands for hypertension, elevated liver enzymes, low platelets. Um, so yeah, think about all those words. And I remember the feeling in the hospital of, you know, okay, I'm getting a C-section, going to do this, early labor, cool. I had all that like kind of prepped in my mind. And then I remember the shift in the room of energy when there was more doctors coming in and people were moving faster and there was more beeping sounds. And there was all of these things that in that moment made me aware that something was changing in what was going on right now. In that moment, I knew that the plan that we had a second ago was no longer the plan. And that now things were moving in some other direction. I didn't know where or what yet, but I do remember that feeling. So I do think that that is a really great place to point that out. And, and for you being an outsider, uh, wait, let me not say that. Being an insider who behaved um, like a quiet <laughs> outsider throughout moments of an experience, um, the amount of strength and and. <clears throat> I, I don't need to tell you what it took. I'm sure you know, but I I, um, I think that that's a really cool image to imagine because those types of experiences, it's very easy to get caught up in the moment and um, and and just react or just just whatever. And which is fine if that's what happens. But if you have an opportunity to take pause and kind of do what you did in that, right? Um, or or just notice. I mean, even what I did in, in that moment, right? Just take pause. Something's about to go down. I feel that shit. That's all I did. I don't. I didn't know anything else, but I could feel that in that moment. We can do that all day, every day, and in every experience that we have, if we want. We can we can walk into a store and go up to pay for something and decide I don't want to deal with that teller at this moment. That person feels yuck to me right now. And we can walk back to the store and keep looking around till go to another line. We can we can ask people to rephrase questions for us or to re-say something to us because we didn't understand how they asked. And that's not exactly how we digest information. You know, maybe they said too many things at once to me. I don't know. My alternating was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't know. But we we have that control and we have the ability to be that aware if we want. That's what I think. And, 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 it, and it can be um, fun, I think, and, and enlightening as fuck, right? I mean, in a lot of ways. Yes, yes. I loved your example of you can walk in a store and either up to the cashier or something and you just don't get a good vibe on their mm -hmm. image. And so to empower yourself next, mm -hmm. you know, type of yeah. thing. And I have a great example of that too, why my son was here. I'm currently in Michigan um, while my daughter, you know, she had her baby. And so I'm here helping support with that. And in the winter, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so my son was here over the Christmas break. And then of course he came back when the baby came. And um, one of the things that he um, had wanted for Christmas many, many, many years ago. And you know, my beautiful listeners, you guys, he's only 22, but many, many, many years ago, um, shortly after the divorce, I sent both of my kids to have some energy healing. Um, I took them to a psychic. Um, I got them some crystals, like, you know, and I was not even remotely enlightened people. I was very much in my corporate life, but I was literally just trying to help them have their needs met, even if it was different than something I'd ever done before. And, you know, sometimes when you want things to be different, you get to do different things. So he remembered that I had gotten him based on, you know, some, um, intelligence that others had offered us a tiger's eye bracelet. 
and he had recently started wearing it again and it broke. So that was one of the things that he discussed wanting to replace that, but he'd already done his homework and he really was going to go for a different crystal. So there were two stores here in Michigan that were side by side. And so we walked in the first one and, you know, my comment that I can smell if something's for me or not, I walked in and it smelled like mothballs and I have a really negative aversion to mothball smell like bad. Okay. And so I was like, oh my God, I am going to do my very, so I immediately went over to where the incense was just trying to capture something else. Cause once it's in my nose, y'all, I am fucked. It is in there like indefinitely. So we didn't end up getting anything in there. And I don't, I'm not going to say that it was about the smell, but it probably was for me. And he also has smell cognition. (laughs) So we are both really feeling it. And he has um, an an aversion to that smell as well. We both have it for the same reason. And you can message me privately if you want to know what that is. And um, so then we went to the store right next door, totally different smell, you guys, totally different. And it held a different energy for us. And this is what we're saying. Trust that. And, you know, it's not like, oh, I have to just suck it up. I'm being silly. That's not what it is. There's just some beautiful wisdom that's being offered to you from that perspective. And if you're curious enough to wanting to dig into where that comes from, great. We can probably identify that for you and your design (laughs) more than likely, but it's just, it's a really great place to go for you to know if this place is for you, if you feel like you're going to belong, if these people are for you, if this environment's for you, if, you know, what is being shared is for you, if like all of those things that this goes for online, this goes for turning the television on, this goes for walking into a place of business that, you know, you name everything. Yeah. Literally everything. Mm -hmm. And as long as you're not coming at this and I'm offering this, you know, if you're in this space, great. Um, maybe you're ready to not be in it from a place of judgment, right? Like um, harshness. Oh, you know, if they have something on there that says their political stance or their religion or one of those things, um, Mm -hmm. if that, before you even test the energy, if that's giving you something, I'll just, you know, invite you to challenge that a little bit. Could you be more, create more awareness and um, acceptance for yourself? But um, yeah, that's just, those are some of my thoughts I had as a shared. I also think that that last point you made would be a little bit of your mind getting in there so much, you know, I I think that that would be something like that last example that you just gave. um, I was thinking too, when you were uh, naming things off, like this goes for television, this goes for online, this goes for advertisements is what I would popped into my mind, Um, which is, I think where I use my splenic discernment a lot. Um, is when I'm scrolling and 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 taking the things in on the interwebs. Um, I am a super consumer. Okay, that ego wants to buy things. Okay, guys, it wants to click when I see things that I like that are shiny and pretty or whatever, um, or gifts for some people. Like, gosh, man, I am so good for fucking picking things up when you're waiting in line at the end and there's like 50 things that they put there. That's for me. That's for this consumer right here. So. I think that I've learned just naturally that that I carry within me a discernment for when something feels good or not in terms of buying. And um, and I, I think of that with advertisements, like you said, if there was something in an ad that popped up into my feed, because that happens all the time, right, um, that said something, that said words that I like in my beliefs disagreed with, like you said, like let's say it said something political or something about I don't know, hating babies. I don't know. I can't, I'm not going to share what I really firmly believe or not on, but let's just say it said something like that. I could see my defined mind being like, no, that's not for me. Maybe even if there were something in there for me, maybe even if my body did want to click, I could totally, totally, totally see my defined mind going in there and being like, no, 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 don't click on that. That's not for you. That says they like, they hate babies. You don't hate babies. That's not for you, right? Like I can so see that. So I think that that's a really great point that you made Um, because there's a difference. And I'm not saying like, don't use your mind. Well, I kind of am these days, actually. I tell people to stop thinking all the time these days. It's like one of my biggest pieces of advice. We are all out there thinking way too fucking much. I'll tell you that right now. But anyways, that's those are one of my personal beliefs. But you know, the, the idea that we have this energetic awareness ability 
capability, capacity as human fucking beings and that we're not using it seems dumb to me. I was going to say stupid, but that sounded harsh. So it just seems silly. It seems silly to me that we have this piece of um, intel and awareness and we're, and we're not using it more. So why not let's play and use it a little bit more. And look at that, look at the word I just used. Let's play more. Cause this allows us to feel more playful with life. I think than just, I don't like that person because they're this or that person seems so harsh. Maybe they're a manifester with a closed aura and maybe you can't catch a fucking read yet. And their intense energy. Maybe they're a projector with a real pokey aura. I don't know, but um, there's a lot of reasons why somebody can feel some way that your mind can quickly jump in and give you some explanation about, which is probably some cockamamie story that your mind made up, you know? Whereas like your body, your body doesn't lie. When you walk into a store and you smell that, I did the other day, my daughter and I went somewhere, neither one of us can remember where we were, but it's the smell and she's smell cognition. I'm not, but I have the 4426 and there's a smell thing with that channel. And um, I don't have a great sense of smell by any means. I will not claim that at all. Like that game where what does it smell like? I'm not that girl, but I can walk into places and immediately be like, oh, it smells weird in here. I, I don't like that. Um, and it happened the other day. My daughter and I were going, we're, um, I don't know if we were shopping or going to eat somewhere. We both walked into a place and I didn't say it right away. Sometimes I realize that it's like my own thing. And I'm like, okay. And I kind of did what you did. Go somewhere like in the place where maybe it doesn't smell bad or go near the window or whatever. Then she was like, it smells weird. I'm like, yeah, you smell that, right? It smells weird. And we like got the fuck out. Don't remember where we were. We'll never go back there again. Not a bad place, but it didn't smell good for us. And there's like, I, I, I feel like it's sad that we just disregard those little tells that our body gives us. I feel like it's sad that we've dismissed that part of ourselves. You know, I feel like, I feel like, um, I feel like we should pay more attention to it is what I feel like. So here, I, something came up for me while you were sharing that, you know, who we could witness to show us how to do this dogs. Dogs have mm -hmm. no bucks to give. Yeah. They read energy like a boss. Mm -hmm. You can watch them, who they would go up to, who they would choose not to, who they would bark and growl at, who they wouldn't. And not even a person, a place, an environment, a smell. A, this is true. All of it. I literally picked up my daughter's dog from um, his little puppy daycare where he plays with all his friends, which is adorable because you can also watch it online and it like melts my heart in so many ways because he's a little dog, but they put him with the big dogs because he doesn't play well with the little dogs. He thinks he's a big dog, which is just a stinking cute, but he has the most beautiful temperament and he loves my son. Like he can, and you know, that energy that my son holds, he's, even though he's a manifester, he's just, he's a six, two. He just like, it just has a, he's got tons of intuition. So he could probably fucking talk to the dog. Mm -hmm. And, but we were driving and I had the window cracked for him so he could use his precious little nose because I get that. And he immediately started growling at a building, you guys. Like, I don't know why. There was nothing in the grass blowing. There was no, no activity at the building, but his gaze was right at the building and he was growling. First time I ever heard the dog growl, by the way, also. But like, wow. they, they are aware of energies. They That's just a great are. point. And they're not conditioned, right? Mm -hmm. They're yeah. going to do what they're going to do, what they're going to do. And That's I freaking love point. that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, the bar that I work at, um, we allow, I always say we allow dogs and kids. It's that kind of place. We're just, you know, a friendly vibe. And um, the, I, the, we have an outside of the front and outside of the back. But uh, sometimes when I'm standing out front um, and dogs are walking, the, the dogs will always pull in to, uh, to Bob's, into our bar. They will pull their owners in. I see it all the time throughout the day. People that don't come there, they're just walking on the sidewalk with their dog and their dog will pull them in there. And um, I think it's because they know there's like a vibe in there um, that's dog friendly. Everybody in there really likes dogs. Dogs are really welcomed in there. And yeah, maybe they're smelling some other dogs and that's why they're pulling in there. There's a lot of reasons, but I just, that's what that made me think of when you were sharing that. And I think that that's a really great point. Um, animals and kids too. Um, I think we can watch probably and learn from uh, a little bit in this case too, because I mean, look, even in the, the example that I gave 
um, for me and my, my eight-year-old, we walked into the same place and I didn't say anything about the smell I smelled at first. Uh, she did. She said it out loud. You know, she was like, it smells weird in here. Just said it like that, like loud. Didn't care who's, you know, she's eight. Um, where I was like, oh God, don't make the people feel bad. Their place smells weird. I don't know. Whatever it was, I thought. Or, or oh, I think I thought, don't influence your daughter. Maybe she likes this. I don't know what I was thinking. Who knows? Mind. Um, but yeah, that's that's a great point. You know, let's watch the, the dogs and the kids a little more mm-hmm. and um, and learn how to read energy better. And I just think, listen, this is, you believe what you want out there, okay, everybody? We all want you to be yourselves in the way that that feels best for you. Um, however, I do believe that we are really, really moving towards a way of life, a way of societal living where this is gonna be more and more understood. Um, in terms of in how we connect with people and how we collaborate with people and how we do business with people and how we um, love people just in general. I think that that's where we're going. And, um, and, and so I think it would be wise to just start paying attention to some of the energy that you're around in, in your daily day, right? And let's see what comes up, see what comes up. I love that. And I would like to add one more example and kind of extrapolate from where you were in also just really honoring, I think what we are 100% moving toward is so much about emotions too. You know, we've talked mm-hmm. a lot about emotional awareness and emotional beings and those that are defined and undefined and how the, what the impact is. And so my, my last point that I would like to offer up is, you know, that cliche, don't judge a book by its cover. So if we're going to talk specifically about humans and you get this vibe My invitation is, and this is something that I feel like has really expanded me by learning design, is we don't know what they've been through. So my daughter is a generator and she has this big, beautiful, enveloping aura. She's such a beautiful human. She would do anything for anyone. But because of some of the grievances that she's experienced, um, as many of us have, you kind of put up this protection around yourself. And she will lovingly say that she has nailed resting bitch face. Like she has got it nailed. Like do not approach me type of energy. And I'm a five and fucking people approach me all the time without me ever even like having any idea who they are. They'll just come right up to me because they think I have the solution to whatever it is their problem is in the moment. Or they just want to dump their you know problem onto me because it feels safe or something. I don't know. It's just how it is, guys. And she's like, did you know them? But they, they will not approach her and she is aware of it. And it's not because she doesn't have a beautiful energy that you would want to be around. Because if you did give yourself the opportunity to get to know her, you will be entranced. And I'm not just saying that because she's my daughter, but we don't know what people have gone through. And so sometimes that gives me the opportunity to, you know, kind of like what you were saying, Monique, you shake their hand and you're like, uh, for me or not for me. If you didn't even get the opportunity to make that physical connection, but you're judging based on just the energy of what their face looks like, this is where I'm going to invite you to close your fucking eyes. The one thing that we're all gifted with, but can also be the very thing that creates so much judgment in our lives and just let yourself feel because Mm -hmm. you would feel the presence of her beautiful energy beyond how she's presenting herself, which is a place of protection. And so when we can empower ourselves to be that evolved, wow. That's really tuning into energy. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that example. I really do. Because while you were saying that is um, what I was thinking is um, I bet I could see through her resting bitch face. That's what I was thinking while you were talking, because I would be feeling her like what you just said. And, um, and that's a great, I think protection. And listen, a lot of the things that we do for ourselves it's for protection. It's for the security that we need. I know your daughter has a one line like me. Okay. We need that shit. We need yes. to make sure that we are secure in what, what, how we feel. And, um, there is a level of protection of guard. I think that comes a little bit with that profile, at least in my experience too. Um, and, and it's for our protection. However, somebody that, um, is paying attention is going to see me anyway, whether I have resting bitch face on or not right? Somebody that wants to get to know me, to recognize me is going to find me anyway. That's what I've learned now is, but you know, I didn't know that before. Um, I saw a post today about attention versus recognition. 
for a projector. Mm. Interesting words, projectors, sit with those. Um, it, 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 it immediately allowed me to start thinking about different ways that I've fused those two words for myself, from others. Uh, and um, and what, what waiting for me has done, a lot of projectors hate when they are told to wait for the invitation, but I just never hated that part. When I was told that, I was like, cool, cool, cool. I'll be here, I'll be here then waiting. I did. You told me I could wait, I will wait patiently. I've been dying to wait my whole fucking life. I've been pushing, right? But uh, so I love the waiting part. It can be hard and it can be challenging. Don't get me fucking wrong, but I do like that I'm invited to wait. And um, what that's done for me is allowed me to truly feel what this post was alluding to was about uh, the feeling of being recognized is different than the feeling of getting attention. And, um, and that's something that I've learned through learning energy, um, through learning how things feel, right? Through learning what it's like to stay quiet until I'm asked for my insight. That feeling, I couldn't have gotten that until right? Without having had experimented and done that. So that's always our invitation, right? Experiment with this info, play with it in your life, see what comes up and pay attention to the energy in the room, like Amy said too, in, in the buildings, in the places that you are, in the spaces that you hold. That was a big part of my um, shifts, I think in my life too, is that my environments changed drastically. And I think in 2020, every, a lot of people's environments changed drastically, right? So we were forced to kind of reassess our environments. And in human design, we're, we're, we're shown this, your environment matters because you can't see the right perspective that you're meant to, can't be motivated the right way if you're not in the right environment. That's what we learn in design terms. But even in life terms, guys, we know that where we are matters. It, the environments we put ourselves in matters. You are who your friends are. My mother used to say that to me all the time. But the people that you're around, you're taking in that energy. We are, we are interchanging energy all day long with the people online, like Amy said, and in the world and within ourselves. What about the mental chatter in your own mind? Uh, like feel into that, like, you know, um, feel into yourself more than, you know, that the, the noise, there's a lot of noise, right? And we can cut through that when we pay attention to our feelings a little bit and what our emotions and stuff are telling us. And, and this goes back to what you're saying, Amy, too, that we're, we're moving towards this place of paying attention to emotionality, paying attention to en our energetic bodies. Um, not just our physical ones, because what the fuck does that matter? This is our suit, right? This is what we're wearing while we're here. Yeah, it's cute. I made my hair pink. It's cute. My, I made my suit cute for today. Whatever. Like, it's not, it's not forever. Not, none of this is forever. Okay. How existential can we get gate 61? Exactly. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I love it. Anyway. Yeah. The, the point here is let's pay attention to energy. Let's pay attention to our feelings about um, where we are and who we're around and um, yeah just how we feel about ourselves in those moments um, you know do people make you feel itchy and bothered do people make you feel like yummy and cozy do your spaces make you feel yummy and cozy you know um, when you meet someone are you excited right away that's something listen to it that is. shit yeah. Listen to and, that. and if it helps, close your eyes so you can tune in. Close your eyes. Yeah, I love we're that. We're so conditioned to use our eyes mm. to assess everything. And oftentimes our eyes is just our eyes are full of conditioning. You know, maybe unless you're outer vision. Right. True. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe you guys can keep your eyes open. But everybody yeah. else, I love that tip because for me, especially if you're inner vision, yo, know, that tip works. When yeah. I close my eyes, I can quickly um, feel into what's hap what's going on for me or what I'm thinking or what I'm feeling about something it, it, for sure. It's like yeah. your smell thing, you know, I mean, it's, we are gifted with these cognitions that amplify that, but I think as a general close your eyes. Yeah. Especially if you feel your mind getting in there yes, to try and to try and get some words in before your intuition has time to fully let you know what you're feeling right now. Yeah. We are magical, magical creatures full of possibilities within ourselves. And, and we need to really, I think, start tapping into that more because there's so much intel there. There's so much. 
that's not in a book outside. That's not in on the internet. It's not on the Google. You know, it's not in your head. It's it's in me for me, right? Yes. And, and, yeah. So with go that, good. go with go and find all the energy in your life and feel into it and and let me know. Let us know yes. what it what it was like. Did you pay attention? Did you pick up on anything? Did you walk out of the store when you decided that that clerk was not your vibe? You know, I mean, I've walked down different streets. You, we all know that feeling too. You know, you're walking, like, especially as a woman by yourself, like walking in a road, all of a sudden you get a weird feeling like, oh, I shouldn't go that way. And you go the other way. What's that? What's that? Huh? That's your spleen. That's your energetic instincts picking up on some shit around you. Let's pay attention to that. more. Yep. Don't be stubborn. Trust it. <laughs> Let it <laughs> yeah. Or don't, don't write it off. Don't dismiss yeah. it. Yeah. Let yourself right? receive it and then just let it empower you to, yeah. you know, really align decisions for yourself and just or note it. Yep. Yeah. See, see what comes. That's, that's what we felt called to share today in our first episode of 2023 at a one year mark of knowing each other and all the beautiful things that are going to come in this numerological year seven. Did you see here how I had to say that word slowly? <laughs> <laughs> Good job. Cause I don't like to do anything slowly. So anyway, that's All right. Cool. Well, until the next one, everyone go out there and love on yourselves hard. Pay attention to some energy in your life. Let us know. Let us know what comes up. We love you so much. Yep. We love you. Love yourself. And until next time, bye for now. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it inspiring and digestible. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us if you'd take a moment to follow us so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast as long as it's a five-star review. Otherwise, never mind. Maybe just keep that to yourself. And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I both have offerings for that. We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is.